Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey guys, welcome to the Gear Cave, and I'm here with Joe. Joe, how's it going, man? It's going good, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. This is a collaboration between Ultimate Survival Tips and the Survival Show podcast, which is killing it. It's been like three weeks, and it is like the last three days. Every day has been a record day for us. So thank you guys that are listening. So we're going to talk about personal firearms today, and we're going to talk about what to look for in a personal firearm. We're going to talk about styles, sizes, weights. We're going to talk about stopping power. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Because everything is a trade-off. It is a trade-off, yep. We're going to talk about some carry options. So before we're all done, Joe and I are going to share with you guys what we personally carry and why. So you ready to get into this, dude? Yeah, let's get into it. Now, the one thing that we did talk about before we started this video up is both Dave and I have been trained. And we went through a safety checklist. Each one of us checked these firearms that are on the table right now. Everything that we have laying out in front of us is safe. And you guys need to be careful about safety mm -hmm. as well. Uh, very first lesson that you learn from your dad, from your grandpa, or from your hunter safety courses, treat every single firearm like it is loaded. loaded. That's right. You yep. can never get that bullet back. Yep, so what we want to encourage you guys and emphasize right here is if you're thinking about a personal firearm or maybe you picked one up at some point and you are not trained, please, please, please get some training. There's qualified training all over the country. Okay, so before we get into actually looking at individual firearms, let's just talk about some important things to consider. And I think the first most important thing to consider is purpose, okay? Mm -hmm. So... What do you want a personal firearm for? If you're going to everyday carry it, if you're going to carry it sometimes, depending on where you're going, you're going to put it in a closet or you're going to put it in a night table or something like that. Those, Or maybe you're going to use it for hunting. Maybe it's going to be multi-purpose. You want to kind of hone in on what your specific purpose is going to be, especially if this is your first firearm. Uh, neither Dave or I are made out of money. And we were talking <laughs> about right. before that when we buy a firearm, there is a specific purpose for yeah. it when yeah. we go into it. So uh, that's some, just something we wanted to share with you as well. When each one of these guns that are out here on the table, this yep. is what it's for. And it's for a particular use. Yeah. And you're going to see uh, several firearms out here, but I just want to let you guys know and emphasize this. I actually don't have a gun collection. I don't collect guns. I just can't afford to. I mean, they're cool, mm -hmm. you know. But I every firearm that's out here is out here was a purpose for both of us. Right. And we're going to talk through that. Uh, there's other things to consider. There's balance, there's size, there's weight, there's the caliber or the power, there's carry and comfort. That's going to, we're going to be back to that because how you carry it and comfort is very important. I don't know if we'll get to different sheath packages today, but that's going to be a, a key consideration. Two other things that I would think about too. Are you afraid of it? Mm -hmm. Is it too much gun for you? Right. And are you able to use it mm -hmm. as well? Because some of these, especially the automatics, are going to require some hand strength to be able to use. Right. Yep. And that gets into skill. So how much skill do you have? Because you might 
in your mind want a larger firearm, but you're going to need to develop some skill to understand how that works, how to kind of engineer the way you, you carry it and or shoot it to make it comfortable for you. So I'm, I'm just going to say that caliber is, for instance, my wife has a larger caliber mm -hmm. pistol and she just has to practice at it and know what her limits are with that. And she's comfortable. It doesn't matter how big you are mm -hmm. or how strong you are. No gun is going to be too much gun for you if you're comfortable with it, if yep. you're trained with it and you know how to use it. Yep. And that gets to ease of use. Some of these firearms are easier to use than others. Uh, and that's, that's really important. And they get easier to use as you develop the quote-unquote muscle memory and, and all of that in the skill. And there's one really, really important thing here, and I call this juju. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting for that. I was. So I just categorized juju it as, do you like it? Like, is it, does it have the right feel for you? Is it meeting your needs? And I'm going to tell you something that it probably, when I started getting into personal firearms, it took probably like five or six different choices, most of which were sold, until I landed on something that met what my purpose and my requirements and my skill level and what I wanted to do with it all kind of aligned. So that's, that's, it's kind of like the intangible, tangible, it's juju. Mm -hmm. For instance, my wife, I have two personal firearms that we have for my wife. Both of them are somewhat suitable, but one of them she favors because of comfort level, ease of use, some intangibles that she doesn't even know what they are. And that's juju. There you go. I like that. <laughs> and one of the most important, we were actually just talking about this before we started shooting, will you wear it? Will you wear it really comes down to a lot of different things. And, and right off the bat, if, if you have a personal firearm for self-defense, when you go out into the world, you have to make sure that it's something that you actually want to wear. And all of these factors kind of balance out. There's no perfect firearm for everybody. So you're gonna have to decide maybe where where your priorities and your purpose lies. We aren't gonna get into the great big ammunition debate, we're just gonna share facts. But if you're, you're gonna wear a 380 every single day, but you don't have a nine millimeter or a 45 that you will because it's too big, wear the 380 every day. Yeah, or even a small, you were just 22. talking about carrying a very small 22 that you can, that goes bang mm -hmm. and... and Some, Sometimes that's all you need is yeah. something that goes bang. Now, but, now <laughs> yes, obviously we are going to get into stopping power and utility and everything like that too, but 22 is better than nothing. So let's get into some of these personal firearms. Do you want to start at the, at the smaller end or the bigger end? I'll let you choose. Oh boy, let's start with the big end. The big end, okay. So this is a Ruger Red Hawk, 44 Magnum. If you ever saw any of the old school Clint Eastwood movies, <laughs> this is pretty much what he carried. These are, I'm going to say they're 150 to 200 grain. You couldn't get them, get them bigger. I carry this when I go on extended camping mm -hmm. trips. This is a very, very good hunting gun. Now, this is a revolver. What that basically means is it has a cylinder that spins every time you pull the trigger. So you don't have to, we're going to look at some pistols here versus this being called a revolver. Every time you pull this trigger, this cylinder rotates around to the next available round. And this is a six shot. It's very expensive to shoot. Yeah, that's true. It's very expensive to sh shoot and you know, the rounds are heavy. So 
I would put this in the category of this is this is more for me. This is a wilderness gun. There is something too that you trade off with because you're going to be able to put six in there. Super powerful, super super accurate. It's going to go bang every single time that you pull the trigger yes. because of the nature of the revolver. That's Automatics right. can get a little bit more. It's not going to jam. It's not going to jam on you as right. well. But the trade off is you get six. You get six shots. You get six and shots, and it's not really. It's not very quick to reload. That's just true. You don't have a magazine that's just going to you know, pop right in there mm -hmm. and you're back in business. So that's the first one. What do you got up here? I brought my 45 ACP. Um, <laughs> this is a Colt 1911 Korean War vintage, the real deal GI issue. And that's a beautiful fire. I love it. I had inherited this pistol. Um, probably the most expensive piece that I have, either short gun or long gun. It's probably worth something. Man. It is a little bit. It's heavy though. <laughs> it is. It? It is heavy. It's very heavy. I would it, love to keep. I love. I would love to be able to carry that, but it's just so heavy it drags my it, pants down. It's heavy with a purpose, though. I mean, it these is. were built to. I mean, th I, they're called 1911s for a reason, right? They're, They've been around for a long time, and this is probably one of the most reproduced, if not the most reproduced, handgun mm -hmm. in the world. It's that design is more than a hundred years old, right? It's right. made in 1911. That's right. And, you know, it was designed with, with the military in mind. They're just generally indestructible. And very simple to operate and use. And very safe as well. This 1911, one of the, about that 1911 design is it has a safety right here. And if you, that, that trigger is not going to go off mm -hmm. because of this um, palm safety. That's right, yeah. And, and you, you can shoot it here, but it's not going to go off right now. One of the downfalls of this particular design is carrying it locked and rocked. Yeah, that hammer is back. Yeah, there is no way to. You can carry one in the chamber with that hammer down, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. If you're going to carry this 1911 style, you're going to carry it with that hammer back. Right, and right, that's right. yeah. So you're in the safety. Here. You're in the safety you're when, when that comes. Yes. Yep. So this is a 1911, very popular with with a lot of people. There are a lot of folks that carry these. This is their personal firearm, mm -hmm. and that's cool. It's just heavy. I think we weighed this in at 2.3 pounds or yes, something, and that's without, that's without ammunition. It's no. going to make about as big a hole as what that 44 mag is, <laughs> it but is. it's not going to be able to shoot as far or as accurate. Yep. Do you know how many rounds go into that's the magazine? That's a 7 plus 1. Yeah, so single stack. So it's a single stack. That just means that each round goes into the magazine, pushes, pushes down, and they just sit on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Next up, so this is another revolver, and this is the only other revolver that we have on the table. Now, compare the difference. Much larger. I think we weighed this Ruger Redhawk in earlier at 3.4 pounds. Three plus pounds, yeah. <laughs> without ammo. So this Smith & Wesson Bodyguard has a very, very comfortable handle. It's only got like an inch and three-eighths barrel. And that's good for a gunfight where? <laughs> in an elevator. In an elevator. Uh, the good thing is that most confrontations where a handgun has to be used are within 15 feet, mm -hmm. statistically. Even probably closer than that. This is not a target firearm. It fits five rounds of 38 Special plus P. So Which is it, a little hotter than your regular 38 Special. Right. And it's a little less power than a 357 Magnum. This is actually my wife's personal preference as far as a firearm goes. Here's why. It's, it feels really good in the hand. It's got a smaller grip, but it's like that over-molded, rubberized grip. Um, it's simple. She doesn't have to worry about magazines or anything like that. It's five shots, probably sufficient, especially 
stopping power, and these are actually hollow points, they expand upon impact. So they make a bigger hole, right? And so this is a five round cylinder and uh, she just likes it. It's simple, she pulls it out, pulls the trigger, it works. She doesn't have to worry about manipulating a slide. She doesn't have to worry about popping a magazine. We were or actually jams just or talking to her before we shot the video and she talked about her fine motor skills. Right. She said, I'm gonna pull That's that. That's a really good point. I'm gonna pull that trigger and it's gonna go bang so I don't have to worry about my fine motor skills in a high stress situation. Just exactly what you were talking about. Now, if you do manage to get that laser sight turned on, you've also simplified things even more. I was checking that out. That's okay. a neat laser sight that you have. Oh, that's a really good here. point. So this is a black firearm and it's actually a matte black, so it's kind of low profile. It is designed mostly for concealed carry. It's about as small as you can get in a pretty high power firearm for a revolver. And yeah, Joe, good point. It does have a laser sight on it. The juju then works against the bad guys. If you have yeah. a bad guy coming and they see a red dot laser flying around, that might be just enough. Picture yourself in your house. If this is your the gun that you're going to grab uh, when you hear the sounds of somebody running, wrestling around, and you turn that laser on and they see that red dot, on the walls, mm -hmm. that's gonna maybe cause people to scatter if they have bad intentions. Who is this personal firearm for? I'm gonna say that it is maybe for somebody who's not as familiar or skilled. It's easy to manipulate, it's pretty small. I like it because, man, it's got a lot of oomph. I would use that. I, that might be something for me even for a hiking gun. Yeah. It's not gonna right, have the right, oomph right. as what that 44 is gonna have, but, man, that that's pretty good if you're gonna that very ultralight too yeah and you can strap that on your belt and completely forget about it yep so this is the Smith & Wesson bodyguard and I, I would say the downside of it is it does have more width than some of the other small pistols probably double the width of the next one that we're gonna talk about and accuracy if, you, if you want a target gun this is not it's the not gun for not. you well here's the Ruger LCP and when I went to buy my first personal carry firearm um, my decision came down between Ruger's LCP or the Taurus TCP. They're both in 380. Uh, my father ended up getting the LCP. I went with the TCP. But this little Ruger is a really nice shooting little pistol. It is very, very, very light. Um, very what is light. Six plus one? It is, is six plus one. And if you want to carry a small pistol and carry it deep, I always say carry it deep, nobody's going to know. If this isn't a sticky holster, I'm such a big guy that nobody ever knows that I'm going to have that on me at all. Of all of these, besides the 22, it has the least power. It's going to be the same diameter as what your 38 plus P is, but you're only going to you're probably going to have less powder, less than half the powder behind right. that. Right. Right. So we've got less powder, which is less power, and it's a smaller grain bullet. There's a lot of people that turn their nose up at that 380. But again, if you're going to carry one and you're going to carry it every day, it's better than nothing. It's an easy pocket gun. It, it, it absolutely will. You're, you have iron sights there as well, so you're not going to be able to adjust those. It is not a range gun. You train with this one so that you can point and you can put that bullet where you want to put that bullet in 10 to 15 feet. Yep. And I, I think the benefit of this is it's super lightweight. It's very small. It's got some adequate power. It goes bang. But you had mentioned something. You said six plus one, right. right? So basically what that means is we can fit six bullets in this magazine. And if if it's your choice, you can go ahead and rack the slide back and put one in the chamber and then add one more back to the magazine. So that's six 
in the magazine, one in the chamber. That's what six plus one means. And let's talk a little bit about safeties because there is not a safety lever or button on this pistol. Right. That trigger pull on that pistol so. is going to be so long, and the trigger pull is going to be fairly heavy too as yep. well. And um, there are a couple different thoughts behind this and how you're going to use it. If you're not going to carry one in the chamber, it's sometimes it's like not having a gun at all. That's right. what some people will say. Right. If you're not comfortable with carrying one in the chamber, don't carry one in the chamber, but get comfortable enough so that you probably could so that you can pull that trigger yeah. and it'll go bang when you need it. Now, this is my wife's other personal firearm. Mm -hmm. You can pick these up for 100 120 150 bucks used. used. This is a LCP, Ruger LCP Model 1, and they've made some improvements on it over time. It's it's got a smaller grip. Now you guys can see I can only get I can only get two fingers around that. So I've got you've got that to contend with, mm -hmm. not being able to wrap all of your fingers around. The other thing is that Joe was talking about, if you're not going to put one in the chamber, you're you're gonna have to have quite a bit more training and skill because what you have to do is you actually have to rack that side and put one in the chamber, mm -hmm. right? There's trade offs to all of these. Here's firearms. what my wife learned, and I did learn this when we went, and I'm going to show this on the TCP, but ladies, youngsters, anybody that doesn't quite have the hand strength, you don't just try to rack with one hand, right. rack with both. Push, and, push pull. and pull, push and pull, use your entire arms on that, yep. and that's going to give you so much more leverage and strength to be able to rack. You'd be able to rack a harder slide that you never could before using both of your yep. arms that way. We were talking about Juju, right? Juju. Juju. Yeah. I, uh, this was my wife's Christmas present last year. There are some gals out there that they want a black gun just like the guys do. <laughs> Fantastic, wonderful, that you are so cool. My wife's not one of them because she loves pink, and I wanted to get her something a little bit different, and she loved the white. This is her Stormtrooper gun. Right? That's what she calls it. Um, uh, she's a lot better shot than the Stormtrooper is. This is a <laughs> Taurus TCP. It's in the 380. It's a 6 plus 1. Uh, almost, I, it's Taurus's answer to the Ruger. The only thing that this does a little bit different than what the Ruger does is that slide will lock back when it's empty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, you can lock it, lock it back right there. That's kind of a nice feature. Again, it's just simply iron sights. You are not going to adjust those whatsoever. We did have this out on the range last year, if you remember, and we were planking stuff off at 35 or 40 feet. It was that. it shot way better than I and thought. And you're not a huge Taurus guy either. I am right? not you a Taurus guy. I am not a Taurus guy. Okay, now we're going to talk about the smallest ammo end of the spectrum. And a lot of people wouldn't even consider 22 as a personal firearm. But again, it gets back to it's better to have something than nothing. So we got into the conversation about 22s, right? And it is, my wife loves to shoot this particular pistol. Okay. Dave's got one, I've got one. I bought this for her for last Christmas, the same one. And shooting a 22, you can shoot 22 all day long, especially when you get into these smaller guns. Even a 380 in that smaller framed LCP yeah. yep. is going to rock my wife a little bit. This one, man, you can go to the range with this and shoot all day long. You're not going to be afraid of right, that no right. matter what. Because there's not much recoil. There's not much what, recoil. What Joe's it. saying is that this is the Walther P22. Now, this is designed to be a little bit more tactical. Yeah, there's... You know, it's, it's got some style to it. It's got some bells and whistles on it. It's got safeties. It's got... A bunch of things that it can do. One's, it could be a range gun. It's pretty good for a little twenty-two. Now this now, it's is not going to shoot like your Browning Buckmark, right? But, but but this is a larger. This is a larger twenty-two. If you were looking for something that was a pocket pistol that you could carry and almost 
know that it's not there. This is probably not it, but there are a lot of people that I know that, that like this for various different reasons. And let me, even for like, if you're looking for a bug out pistol, this is not a bad choice. Now, uh, imagine 550 of these 44 Magnum rounds, how big and heavy that would be. And now I just picked up a box of 550 round value pack of 22 long. I mean, this is probably six or seven pounds. But it's 550 but shots. But it's 550 shots. So that's that's another upside of, of a 22. Actually, it has adjustable sights. It's a nice 22 pistol. Would I select this for my personal firearm that I'm gonna carry, conceal carry? I would not. Just because I think there's a lot of better options for the size and weight. Here's something for maybe a beginner. If you're going to purchase a gun, then you want to take to the range and you want to use it and you don't want a chintzy Saturday night special, that would be a good pistol to get into handgunning. Yes. It's going to be cheap to shoot. Right. You're going to have some success shooting it. It's going to be safe to shoot as right. well. And that's a really good point. If you're just starting out in firearms, that 22s are great because you can shoot all day and it doesn't cost you much. It doesn't cost much. Yeah. So we did not even get to nine millimeter pistols, but we are over time. So what do you say we come back, we do another video and we'll talk about nine millimeter and then we'll kind of wrap this all up in a good package and we'll talk about different sheath options so that you can comfortably carry your firearm if that's what you want to do. Don't forget to go to patreon.com, The Survival Show, and we have two videos up. One is, it's a bunch of tips and tricks on personal self-defense, and the other one is the five weapons you always have on you. And if lethal or even less than lethal personal weapons are not for you, this video has nothing to do with guns. You need to go get those and watch those. They could save your life and help you like in 15, 20 minutes get up to speed with a lot of things that could increase your safety. Hey guys, producer Ben back with you. For all of us here at The Survival Show, thank you so much for your support and feedback. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Till next time, I'm producer Ben. And remember, keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp.